Welcome back to another message of biblical inspiration, motivation, and teaching from the Word of God. If this is your first time joining the MANA community, we encourage you to subscribe, let us know you're here, and how God has blessed you today. Fasting. Ugh, I know, I get hungry right now just thinking about it. And how often do you do it? Even better, when was the last time you did? It's not the most fun thing to do, I know. Maybe share your experience in a comment to us. We answer all of them. But it's been a go-to system many of our biblical forefathers used, like Moses, like Elijah, and guess who else? Jesus himself. So if these guys took the time to find importance in fasting, you and I, at least, should know why. In this message, you'll learn three principles of fasting Moses, Elijah, and Jesus knew. And before we're done, you and I will pray three prayers to strengthen your habit of fasting and seeking God. Separation from food and other pleasures have always been a system men used to chastise themselves for sins they felt bad about or keeping themselves focused on goals they were hoping to achieve. But saints, believe it or not, this is not the only use for fasting. Moses, Elijah, and Jesus all fasted for 40 days, and none of them did that for something they felt bad about. Fasting is a system of fellowshipping with God. When you and I fast, we separate ourselves from food and other pleasures that we would normally enjoy. Now, it's a sacrifice and an offering to God. It's giving our time, our mind, and our body, and essentially letting the physical give way to the spiritual. Now let me introduce you to the three principles of fasting that will not only strengthen your habit of fasting, but also help you with how to fast and how to do it right. Number one, set aside specific reasonable times to fast. You and I don't need to fast for 40 days or set these lofty expectations that we eventually fall short of. Long periods of fasting should be led by the Spirit, by the Spirit itself. Look, Moses didn't plan for a 40-day fast in the presence of God. Elijah, he was on the run. Next thing he knew, he was fasting for 40 days, being fed by a raven. With Jesus, he was driven into the wilderness by the Spirit, and it turned into 40 days. Fasting isn't mentioned much more in the New Testament, nor the durations like 40 days and 40 nights, but we know that they fasted. Here's an example for you. Acts chapter 13, verse 3. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. And then again in Acts 14 and 23. And when they had appointed elders for them in every church, with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Number two, your fast is not a public announcement. You and I get this wrong a lot, a lot of the time, and I know you've seen what I'm talking about. These are the people that not only let everyone know they're fasting, but they also share what a struggle it's been in doing so. Don't forget, Jesus himself condemned the Pharisees for doing that same thing in their hypocritical behavior, announcing their fast in a bid to seek sympathy of the people that saw them doing it. 
Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 16 through 18, And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Fasting for you and I should be a sincere service and fellowship between us and God. It doesn't mean that you can't tell anyone, but when you do, it's not to receive pity or sympathy. Number three, it is a time to seek God and build a relationship with Him. Fasting is the opportunity you and I have to withdraw from the noise and distractions of our world. It gives you the opportunity to pray, worship, and be more conscious of God. It's not a time to be everywhere and say everything, but it's a time for careful and holy silence. It's not a time to be a hypocrite either. Some people try to be holy when they're fasting, then go right back to who they really are soon after. This is not at all what fasting is about. It's a process that makes you a better person and improves your spiritual zeal and connection to God. Pray while you fast and ask the Holy Spirit to open the Word of God to you as you study. You and I know the power of fasting. It's an important sacrifice that helps us crucify the flesh, which is the enemy of the Spirit of God working in us. In Galatians, chapter 5, verse 16 through 17, your Bible says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. And Fasting is one of the ways to achieve this overthrow of power from the hands of the flesh. Fasting is such a great way for each of us, you and I, that really want to serve God at our best and to put to death the interruptions, the distractions, the worldliness of the flesh that will never please God. So make fasting a habit and engage in it in spirit and in truth. Before we pray, on behalf of the entire MANA community, I want to thank you all for walking with us today on the three principles of fasting. For more biblical motivation, relax and enjoy our YouTube playlist of biblical stories and most popular inspirational topics voted by our community. Now, saints of God, let us pray. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Our Bible says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Lord, I pray that you give me the strength to wait upon you even by the activity of fasting. Teach me to wait on you and learn your ways. 
Help me neglect the yearnings of the flesh and offer you true service through my waiting on you to the end, that I may be energized and renewed. Help me wait upon you and gain spiritual stamina for the work that you have called me to accomplish. Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 26. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. O Lord, teach me how to wait for you quietly, away from all the distractions and troubles that I face. Help me to stay put and be still before you. Help me to know the importance and benefits of fasting and waiting upon you to seek your face, to seek your glory. Show me your glory, Lord, and strengthen my spirit as I walk with you and as I partake in this spiritual exercise that should build me up. And finally, saints of God, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Not to respond to the pleasures that this flesh wants to engage in, which does not please you or glorify you in any way. Help me offer myself to prayers and fasting to strengthen the spirit man, the inner man, and make it responsive to the help of the Holy Spirit. Grant me the grace to not be entangled in the worldly lusts that the flesh continually raises against me. Help me walk by the Spirit, that I do not gratify the desires of my flesh. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen.